cheers. Maybe that's how everyone should start. Like you heard the other one. With a beer. Like cheers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean beer. The other one was coffee. coffee. Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah. We'll just do cheers. I like that. Um we're back. Good one. Wise Warrior Podcast. It's official. It's finally official. And this is a special one. Is it? I just like to say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. You say it for everybody. I tell all my guests that. <laughs> hey, I'm just glad you're transparent about it. <laughs> I have to be. <laughs> Everyone else, call him out on that because he wouldn't have said it if I didn't say anything. <laughs> What's great is when you listen to the other ones, yeah. I don't actually say it. You so then it you're going to feel special. Yeah, I didn't hear it in the last one. Yeah, see, I don't actually say it. I was just bullshitting you. So this you don't is a sp- This is a special this one. This is a special this one. This is a special one. And this is the perfect time for me to ask you to introduce yourself. Uh, hey, everybody. My name's Shane. Um, I'm going to say AK Holy Shrub just because of the last podcast. I think we're going off that one. Um, yeah, definitely. Tell Holy the Shrub. You were mentioned in the Mystic Princess episode. I was, as Holy Shrub as well. Yeah. So that's why I want to throw that out there. Yeah. Um, honestly, just asked to podcast this weekend, and then you threw out the first episode. And now I'm on this uh, this podcast that is going to blow up. <laughs> so a little nerve-wracking. No, it shouldn't I'm be. I'm just kidding. It shouldn't be. Now I'm a professional podcaster. I've been podcasting for like a couple months now. Nice. <laughs> I'm going to write that in your bio. Like <laughs> I like it. What other podcasts have you been doing since you're a professional? Squinchy Goombas. Oh, squinch- yeah. oh yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. What is it called when they go on the late night shows? Plugs. Plug your show. Plug. Yeah, go All ahead. Right. This is the opportunity. Plug your show. No, we do have um, at least 10 episodes. Head over to Squinchy Goompas. Squinchy. I probably have to spell that. <laughs> is that normal? Sp- is that a normal word? <laughs> Squinchy's, squinchy is squinchy. a word. Squinch with a like Y. squinchy face. Squinch, yeah. Squinch. Squinchy Goompas. S-Q-U-I-N-C-H-Y. Goompas. Not Goombas. So G-O-O-M-P. A-S. That was the M, as in mom. Right. Goomp-us. <laughs> I love Not goomp-ass. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us just uh, briefly what is Squinchy Goompas about. Really doesn't have any flow yet. The uh, Well, that is the flow. But there's no flow. Yeah. There's five of us. Each episode has been like one person out, two people out. So we've kind of had, uh, we, we've taken some things that we've gone on tangents kind of like meatball talking that we that you guys talked about. Oh yeah. And we bring those back up that are like fictional shit. You bring the topic back up? Yeah, so Okay. Things. So you have reoccurring themes. That kind of played in with like real life topics, but mm-hmm. then we made them um imaginary world and put them in that and we bring that stuff back up. Okay. And there's other two other forms of podcasts on that one, but Squinchy Goobas is the main title and and there's a picture too that we created so nice yeah Yeah. check it out people check it out yeah squinchy goombas wow first plug that's cool (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) on the wise warrior (laughs) (laughs) oh i love it hell yeah all right so holy shrub tell us a little bit more about yourself who are you tell you a little about about that Tell you a little bit about Holy Shrub or about yeah, you are the Holy Shrub. The one and only. <sighs> there is no other. 
I feel like I've been up and down on the name. Do you have a new one? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've kept it, so I guess I've liked it, but part of me feels self-conscious to own the name because, it I mean, holy shrub just sounds, like, egotistical. <laughs> but I, but, but like, I'm not going to say that to everybody that I introduce myself. I don't, in, well, I don't introduce myself. It's holy shrub. But in the DJ world and when we're having fun, that's that. But I want to tell everyone off the bat, like, I didn't choose that for myself. So don't think, you don't perceive me as, like, this guy that calls myself the holy shrub. You didn't have a choice. Exactly. It, it chose you. Exactly. But you and Zach, I believe, gave it to me. And Corey. And Corey. Yeah. But you, I mean, you technically didn't give it to me because you guys just said what was there. But that happened so organically, right? Like that was just an in the moment, having meatball talk, having a shrub night, just doing crazy shit. Yeah. And, you know, in the moment, I think you had this blanket on you and it was like, you know, like a, like a shawl, but like kind of over your head. Like you were just wrapped in this thing (laughs) and you just looked very priest-like yeah priest-like and like spiritual and we were just getting this vibe and you were just yeah i just just don't know i don't know how i got the the shrub term which was the whole well shrub squad yeah but shrubbing was a thing at that point yeah so but no that i guess that's what i'm saying is the holy part is fine but when i have the actual title of the whole group in my name yeah it's kind (laughs) of there's no pressure there's no there's a lot of pressure you're not holy sure that's (laughs) why you don't understand (laughs) you don't understand the struggles (laughs) i love that you feel like there's some pressure on you (laughs) it's like no one's putting that pressure on you i do that all the time to everything yeah i could have been named Holy thumb, <laughs> and I still would have been pressurized <laughs> by something. I would have came out with some kind of pressure. Like oh, man. <laughs> serious. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I don't know. I haven't been too involved, like, thinking of that kind of stuff over the past couple of years. Okay. It's kind of fell a little behind. Just, just like, cause I just haven't like that been persona? I just, I relate that persona to DJing and, and that world, and... Obviously, with COVID, that ki- stuff kind of stopped. Yeah. And I just haven't really been active in DJing that much. Like, the only time is when Zach has a gig. Like, there's two next week, that I'm, or in two weeks. And he said, I'm like, I'll try to take off. Uh, I've made it past a couple ones and, like, download music, like, a couple of days prior. Like, I seem like I'm always pushing off. Like, drive's not there. Mm-hmm. And I just haven't really done it myself. So, well, let me ask you since you brought it up uh, with the DJing. Yeah, you know the world doesn't know about your DJing. Some people <laughs> do, <laughs> but um, what kind of music do you DJ? And let's talk a little bit. Let's start pre-pandemic. What was it like to be a DJ? You know, um, tell us about some of your experiences and what that's like. This is a tough one too because, yeah, I d- all right. A DJ is just someone that plays other people's music, right? Disc okay. jockey. Well, not even a disc jockey. <laughs> a disc jockey. <laughs> you're a, you're is a modern EDM DJ. Yeah, and right? that's like, I guess I, I just mean, need okay, to not Okay, care. so so what 
what inspired you to start doing that in the first place? Let's start there. So I think that if you go to like a band or something, it's a lot harder to replicate that sound because you might pinpoint one. You can only play one instrument out of the band. Mm -hmm. But when I went to an EDM show, I was like, wait, I really love these songs. And I can combine them very easier mm -hmm. by DJing. Mm -hmm. So I think that was an influence. I don't even know when it started or came up, but um, just started using a free app and messing around with that. What was the one called on the Virtual computer? DJ. Virtual DJ, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> that was the first one me and Corey yeah. uh, B2B'd for the WAG Fest. And I just remember those nights outside with him creating the mix and finding songs outside on the porch with like the that like 70 degree weather nighttime oh yeah and like honestly new to edm so like all that stuff was just hitting us and we were all getting like the popular edm songs that probably been around that everyone knows and we were so fresh to it and now like looking back i'm like uh we download songs now, and it's all like 10 likes on SoundCloud mm -hmm. and new stuff, and you get in those realms and those rabbit holes. Yeah. It's just interesting. I still have the drive, but maybe I don't. Well, I don't know. Because I, I mean feel like I'm not I'm, – I'm utilizing other people. That's part of it. Like you have to throw on a certain set, mm -hmm. and you have to throw a setting and react to the crowd. But in the end, I don't – feel like I'm doing that much anymore. Mm -hmm. Maybe because it's became easier and it's like, I don't know. I mean, like it's not, e it's not hard to get up there and just DJ right now for me. Yeah. We are still being impacted by the pandemic too. Right. Like, so there's not that much, there's not as much going on as there was. And it seems like it's getting kind of bad again, but yeah, I mean, just, I just remember when I started DJing with you guys. So we're using Virtual DJ, which was awesome. Just like you use that too? DJing on a computer. Yeah, I did that for like yeah. a couple of the recordings <laughs> that we did, the mixes that we made. Um, it was nice. And I will say making mixes is always so fun because yeah. you can do that like you're not going to perform in front of people, mm -hmm. right? So you can kind of just take your time with it and you can, you know, put together something over time and kind of really craft it. And yeah. And uh, get it exactly the way that you like it and select the songs and remove stuff, add stuff. And that was always really fun because that ends up turning into something that you can hold on to also. It's almost like taking a photo and posting it on Instagram. Well, that's your photo journal all of a sudden. So you can always go back and look to it. When I have the mix, I still go to the gym and listen to some of our mixes. <laughs> and I get just as pumped listening to these EDM mixes because it's not that's only, awesome. not only is it good that. music and good energy, but... You know, those are memories, right? Um, and DJing, yeah, that was just so fun. It was just so spontaneous at the time, too. It we, I feel like we all just kind of went in, no questions. Everybody was on the same page and just really got into it. And we eventually got equipment, so that was really cool. Um, and not knowing what we were doing. I don't ever remember looking up tutorials or anything. I just kind of sat in front of it. Yeah. And that's how we all developed our own styles of DJing mm -hmm. on the board. You think it's one single way to DJ, 
but we all came up with certain ways of switching all that stuff. Right. And that was the best part about hearing each other. I was so excited those little gigs to hear your set, Corey, Sam, Zach, like everybody. It was so exciting. The the excitement for that and the excitement of playing my own. You can't compare them. They just both were so intense. Yeah. And you get to experience both, which is the best exactly. part. It's like you know you're gonna play, but you also want to hear everybody else's and like be blown away by it. It was the same ultimate time. respect everyone <laughs> had for each other. Yeah, it was the closest like cool group of people that were experiencing all this together for the first time. Mm-hmm. And you have other people to like uh, go through that with, mm-hmm. which in that kind of setting and scene, I think is pretty intense. Like EDM world. Um, it's not like the average person is in that scene. I mean, I would say it's a smaller scene, like a subculture, right? Yeah, I think that scene a lot of people choose compared to other ones where like people just fall in from their life. Does that make sense? I don't know if I agree with that. I think you can definitely fall into it. But on an average, I think like more percentage of people go to that scene that like are looking for answers or uh don't feel connected to like everyday society or the kind of niches that you fall into maybe naturally if i understand what you're saying let me see see if this makes sense i think it's something that when you find yourself in that scene yes i think you're you're being provided with something that you're not getting from your everyday um interactions with people and society at large which is kind of you know let's just say a conventional way of doing things which is like working nine to five and living for the weekend versus being a little bit more open and free and like experiencing a certain type of energy and like acceptance and love that like i've always gotten from that scene just by almost from the music and from the dancing right and from you know flow arts and from people being open to expressing themselves in that type of environment and knowing that it's okay and like almost like a judgment-free environment right and it's like everywhere else in the world i just feel constant judgment so for me to whether you fall into that scene or you chose to be in that scene i think eventually you understand you have a very deep understanding of what it is that's fulfilling you by being a part of it and those are the things that come to mind um which make it so appealing it makes it you're just not getting that elsewhere sometimes and if you want it you have to work really hard for it especially elsewhere when other people aren't accustomed to maybe the things that are going on in that scene so that's just been my experience and i don't know if that lines up with what you were kind of getting at well, i think it does and this just popped in my head which is hilarious is that uh you asked me to go to moonrise the first time <laughs> And obviously I said yes that night, kind of drunk, woke up the next day. I'm like, damn, I'm, it's like, it's only me gone. I didn't know you that well. And like Corey and Zach, you know, is who I was hanging out with all the time. And they couldn't because well, they were going somewhere else. Let's, let's, let's provide some context here. Context of the people that I'm talking about. Well, like, well, we were, we were kind of like starting to hang out, but we were, that was we were kind of like hockey rivals slash buddies. Right. And like that was like the first time we got together and like drank. And right. Talked to each other. Right. 
And then I'm going to a festival the next day. I'm like, right. And I'm just, I like, didn't even know you went to festival. <laughs> I didn't even know what a festival was really. I didn't listen to any EDM in my life. I really honestly hated it. You were I all had this about weird it. judgment. You were kind of drunk. You were all about it. Oh yeah. And then that's why I said, I woke up the next day. I'm like, Oh wait, Zach and Corey can't. They said no. <laughs> so here I am embarking on this journey by myself. And literally everything, every single moment up until then, I was just thinking of what I was going to say to get out of it. All the way up through that day that I was working right across the street at the Perry All Y. Yeah. I was like, what, what kind of like, what can I say? What can I say? And I just went out of body and came over and <laughs> embarked on the first fest. But All right, this is perfect. <laughs> All right. <laughs> tell us a little bit about that. <laughs> well, so what I was thinking of when you were talking earlier is, because um, I still wear this shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I've got your back. <laughs> Um, because Natalie, my girlfriend, I wore that to work the other day, and she's like, "What is that?" And I'm <laughs> like, "This is this is like my one of my fun shirts." She's like, "You gotta get rid of that one." Like, what is that? I'm like, "My moonrise." <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because uh, for people listening, it's two stick figures, and it says, "I've got your back," and the back like the body part of one of the stick figures the guy is holding. So it's <laughs> it's like a literal meaning of yeah. I got your back. Yeah. I think it's funny. <laughs> Honestly, it's not a comfortable shirt that's very heavy. It's like kind of crunkly, crinkly. <laughs> but anyway, I remember thinking. You're like the only person without like an excision shirt on at <laughs> Moonrise. <laughs> I didn't even know <laughs> what the hell excision was. But I'm thinking leading up to that, I'm like, wait. I looked up pictures of festivals. That was a bad move too, because that <laughs> just made me so nervous. I'm like, "What is this alien world I'm about to go into?" Like, That's so great. I have no, uh, nothing to base this off of. I don't even you have. You think you're looking at aliens? <laughs> I've literally felt. I'm like, "What is like? Holy shit!" I don't think I've ever knew about festivals. Yeah. And I'm like, "All right, well, I need some kind of clothing." I went through my closet. And I'm like, why well, have nothing? And that was like, all right, maybe I go funny. Like, is I've got your that's probably funny, like to people. And I guess I was thinking there were drugs there. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. I asked Zach for another shirt because I'm like, oh, he kind of like had weird ones back then. Like that was just him. He wasn't even into festivals. <laughs> he just had weird <laughs> shirts. So he gave me like a I don't know tie dye certain thing. I was like, thanks. So I had two pairs of outfits. I'm like, all right, this will do. Nice. Well, it was like a two-day event. It so was, yeah. Did you end up wearing the other one? I don't remember what the other one was. I don't. Maybe I just went. I've got I your back, boys. <laughs> I have pictures. <laughs> I have a picture with you the first day, but the second day you were like MIA for a while. You got kidnapped, I think. Honestly, that whole weekend is like, I is just a blur. <laughs> Not that, like, I didn't take anything or anything. I was. Definitely smoked weed and drank, but I think I was just so blown away. Yeah. Like, so much stimulation. I've never, right. like, I my brain didn't capture everything and retain it. It just experienced it and pooped it away. Like, I just remember images. It's a lot to process. But, but we went there again, so, like, maybe those are the images I'm getting because I was able to retain those. But the very first time, I remember a lot of here. Yeah. But there. Pre-party was wild. Well, I showed up, and you're like... <laughs> you're super intimidating <laughs> you're like what's up bro you got your tank on and headband and you're like 
you ready for fireball? And I'm like, man, this guy, like, first off, I, I can't even take shots right, <laughs> let alone, like, what else we get into? There's, like, shrooms on the table. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Peer pressure. Is that, is that grounds? <laughs> what is that? I hope that's coffee. I'm like, they do, like, drugs? I'm like, holy fuck. I'm dying. That was super intimidating. I mean, you see the picture. I had the picture of it in Instagram of me and you. You see my face is so flushed. Yeah. Like, I'm out of body. I thought that was because you took a shot. It's p- everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so <laughs> lost. Like, But it was good. I, I think it was good. And, I mean, I obviously went to a bunch of stuff after that. Yeah. No, I'm glad. I'm glad you're able to talk about, you know, being a little intimidated and being um, – <laughs> I don't even have the words right now. I'm still geeking. <laughs> um, yeah, just you know, second guessing it because I think that's a natural part of new experiences, right? And I think yeah. that's a really difficult thing is to be open to new experiences. And you just kind of took a leap, right? And that changed your whole world. You know, look at our relationship, and um, like you said, you went to a lot of other festivals after that. So obviously, there's something about it that you liked. And maybe that swings back around to like what you were talking about, the scene. You know, what is it about the scene that you like so much? You know, what did you find there? Yeah. What what made you more inclined to, you know, go again and to do something else, you know? I think it was that though, is that I remember the moment when we went to I forgot I think it was the B two B. Who was it? Two of those like heavier producers. One guy wears a mask or something. Like a ski mask. Like the burglar mask. <laughs> that a ski mask? At, oh, oh, I know you're talking about. Dr. Funcase. Funcase and, and Dr. Dr. F- Dr. Funcase. No, we're, we're butchering it. But Fun- I know it, it was Funcase and somebody else. So, yeah, and you guys were like. Was uh, it yeah. Dr. P or something? Dr. P, yeah. B2B Funcase yeah. or something. It and, was bonkers. And I was just listening to you guys. I didn't know anybody. So yeah. I'm like, you guys, I'm following you. And I remember we went in there. And I was feeling like I, you know, had some shots in me. I started loosening up a bit. Mm-hmm. It blows my mind because I've never heard anything like that. I, I, I had a perception of like dubstep, mm-hmm. and I hated like my perception of dubstep. Like I remember when I worked at uh, my first job at Shoprite. I remember I heard this kid walk by. He had like long hair. I had a buzz cut at the time. And I heard his headphones, like they were loud. It's like, I'm like, why does that tick me off? Like, that's not music. I don't know what I related it to. Yeah. It's not like nerd, because I was playing, like, I was nerding it out. Mm -hmm. I don't know why, like, I don't know. Maybe I just didn't like that kid, so it just (laughs) failed. (laughs) So that was my only perception, like, just dubs him. Like, that's just weird people. Yeah. But then I got there, and I'm like, whoa, there's different genres of this shit. And mm-hmm. just hearing that on the speakers, remember I just started getting it, and I we remember you guys were like, "Whoa, like <laughs> he's losing it right now." Like, <laughs> and my body, I'm like, "Whoa, wh- this music just makes me like want to go." Oh, I'm like, "There's no ex," and I look around at everyone else, and everyone else is just super weird, like getting it. I'm like, "Whoa, this isn't like a a club bar where like you know you look around, and everyone's like, yeah, trying yeah. to cool." Everyone's just there waiting. There are people like they're that, they're just waiting for that one song to come on so they can all two step yeah. the same way. And you're like <laughs> you're like you To the left, to the left. <laughs> oh, it's giving me instructions now. Now I don't have to dance by myself. <laughs> now I don't have to be awkward. 
Well, you're still awkward when you're going to the left, bro. Because <laughs> you're still, oh, shit. Did I'm going right when you're going left? Sorry. I bumped into you, sweetie. Should I say sweetie? <laughs> I hate it. Like, I just go off on tangents because I'm, like, I'm, I hate it. I love it. I love it so much. But anyway, I guess that's what I felt. And, um, I mean, right off the bat, remember, I t- some two kids came up to me after I was getting into Funk Case and put a spoon of powder in my face <laughs> and I snorted it. And I'm like, Keith, I just did. You're like, all right, bro. Listen, <laughs> easy. And I have, like, a serious talk you're like, with you, like, in the middle of you're like, set. Look, I know, like, you just, you're new to this. Like, don't do that. Yeah, and like, I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Be careful. Yeah. I did feel and like that was your huge. dad. I don't even know why I did that. I, I felt like your dad. I don't. That was weird. I don't know why. That I was a dad moment. Yeah. That was much needed. <laughs> but anyway, um, I forget the original like point well, of Moonrise. Real quick. I want to like focus on this real quick. Mm-hmm. You just started really expressing yourself and dancing crazy. And, and let's just say that the alcohol had, you know, a lot to do with that because I think obviously that lowers our inhibitions and we tend to loosen up but that's still you in there right that's still you and you're just doing whatever you're feeling and that's what i'm talking about is like you're able to do that and other people are also like doing that in their own way and it's just getting really weird and like that's even like that's almost like the most positive terminology that we use when we communicate with each other in those environments we're like shit's getting weird and like <laughs> that's a good thing like you love how weird it is like people are just you know just being them their true selves which is like you know just moving their body a certain way and it's like it's like man it's like it's something to be appreciated and again goes back to what we we're talking about like that's a part of the scene that i love like just that people feel like it's okay to do that right and you look over to the person left to you and like they're not judging you they're like yeah man do your thing like that's fucking awesome you know what i mean and they're just getting it with you um so yeah and taking it back to moonrises i just love it that's these are great memories yeah great memories well i think that's the case um i always think and the, you know, you've heard the expression like everyone has masks on when they leave uh like their own room maybe that's their homeostasis is like mm-hmm. their own bedroom mm-hmm. and then you have these masks like different layers of uh masks during the day for certain people like maybe more intense ones for strangers and less intense ones for people you know but you still have a mask because like are you your true self even around people that you think you know to the like there's still some things maybe that you're hiding subconsciously mm-hmm but I think that's all the drugs and alcohol do at festivals is just makes it easier. It, it What we were talking about earlier, it's not like the, you know, drugs make you dance like a noodle. <laughs> Honestly, like I dance like a noodle in my room without <laughs> anything. Yeah. But it's just hard to do that when I get around people because I feel like I'm just nervous. Right. So all those people, people probably get weird by themselves. Mm-hmm. Think about what, like how comfortable you are when you're by yourself. Like there's no expectations of anybody or anything or yourself. Like people do weird shit when they're by themselves. Mm-hmm. Like just the fact of wearing nothing and like being naked by yourself. You can't do that on public. Like why not? <laughs> I don't know. No one knows. We got rules. Whatever. We got rules, bro. <laughs> I, I get that. <laughs> but I'm just saying like, that's just a, you know, 
I don't want to. Is God, he naked? Like, He's naked. <laughs> I'm not pushing for that. Everybody listening, like I'm getting like I'm not getting pervy, but um, I do want to say something. Yeah, I do think that people that might have difficulty expressing themselves aren't being as weird by themselves as they could be. What, what do I'm, you think they're doing? What I mean is, like, I think that they are, they have a level of comfort that they are doing certain things, but I do think that there's something that, something like a an EDM environment, like Moonrise, for example, it brings it out of you, because I think there's other environmental factors, like the music, the people that you're around, what the people are saying to you. Like, even when I said, like, oh, man, it's getting weird in here, like, like the way that we're all communicating with each other, we're saying like it's getting weird and like that's a good thing and it's positive. It's like it's almost like that's encouraging, and it's 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 um almost like motivating or like a catalyst to like be weird, right? Like how weird can I get becomes the question, and it's like you will express your level of weird the way that you can, but you do have to kind of like find that too right and w- and all i mean by this and maybe this <laughs> might sound really deep but like i think sometimes like even though we're just on our own like it's not you can't just assume that people are so weird like yes they probably do certain things that they don't do in public but i also don't think that they've identified how weird they can get right like how loose and how like you know explore other parts of themselves and like what they could be doing right um, I still think even though they're more comfortable in their in their home that they might still kind of feel like, man, like just kind of fiending for like that outlet of expression, right? Yeah. And and I guess this almost leads to where I feel like art and like m- I said music was a big trigger for that. So it's like I feel like music, art and just creative things are another element that will kind of bring that out of people. Um and allow you to kind of find your weirdness, you know, like yeah. like really like new depths of the weirdness. And yeah. it's by really just being creative and, and being OK with being very creative and um, n- I don't know, just not worrying, not worrying about being judged about it. So. All right. Good. You said what I was about to s- segue after that, which is perfect. Weird. The sense of weird that I'm using is literally what you just said there is. Um, if you have any blockage from being natural in the moment, mm-hmm. you're not being weird. So that's the term I'm using weird for. It's like if you're th- if anything's stopping you from like being present and and what you would naturally be doing. Like if you hear music and you want to do this, but like, and this is all me relating to like certain things that I would relate those moments to, which is very personal. So like. The fact that I'm not saying anybody else experiences. I'm just saying this is my experience. But if you experience it, then put your hands up in the air. (laughs) 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 But, like, even thinking of my body when I start dancing, like, I I might stop because I'm like, man, I don't, (laughs) I could get really weird. But, like, that would be natural in the moment, like, if I'm in my room sometimes, I've gotten really weird dancing. I'm just like yeah. jiggling around the jelloing around the room and like almost 
using it as like a stretch form too. Yeah. Like really stretching out my body and just getting the weird way. Like we can do it. Like that's the craziest part. You can do that. Think of your body. You can bend it in any way. Well, oh not yeah. Anyways. <laughs> 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 hey, disclaimer real quick. Just be careful. <laughs> don't like break don't, your back. Don't go too hard yeah. too quick. <laughs> don't, don't get stuck because I said that. <laughs> Take it easy first. Start with like a little, little twisties. <laughs> start with the cha-cha slide. <laughs> I was gonna say start with the two-step. <laughs> go to the club first before you go to we before you go, go back to your room. Warm up in. <laughs> oh man. That I, so that's what I mean is being weird is just stopping any. If you have any second thought about doing something, then you're not being weird. That could get intense because maybe like psychos out there. It's like you want them to double think. But we're just talking about like we're just talking we're about we're just talking <laughs> about like <laughs> dancing. Yeah, we're, talk- yeah. we're talking. We're talking about this. I think this is really helping to like illuminate what it means to be yourself when you're alone, and how to try to bring that version into an environment with other people. Like, our social interactions and our, you know, self-consciousness, like, interferes with that. And when, if you can do that in your room, why can't you do that in front of other people is the question. Especially if what you're doing is dancing. Dancing does not harm anybody. Dancing is a form of expression that you're reacting to something. And, you know, as we're discussing EDM and music and, and a place that brings that out of people. That's why what I was saying is being weird is a positive terminology. <laughs> it's like because people around you in those environments want you to be weird. They want to see your true self because – and for me, that that type of encouragement has literally helped me like grow as a person. It's helped me to be more comfortable with myself, and it's, it's, um, you know, it's definitely transcended into other parts of my life. Like it almost makes going into school now, like I'm, I'm in school studying, to stand up in front of a classroom and give a presentation, I feel more comfortable because I feel empowered by those experiences. And, you know, full circle goes back to what we were talking about, the power of being involved in that scene. Um, and that's, you know, just one thing among many, but that's from my personal experience. Mm-hmm. And that's how I think it kind of, you know, it's it's not – it's it's in no way insignificant to think about how much that impacts you to understand how important it is to be yourself and to be weird, right? Like, be weird, get weird. Um, well, uh, yeah, be like I I guess be weird is be yourself. Yeah, yeah. Which which be yourself is like oh I don't know myself. No, it's just if you ever double think about what you're gonna do, like try not to. Yeah. Because y- you might be double thinking because there's other people around. Like, so would you double think that if you're by yourself listening to music in your room? That's what I'm trying to say. Right. But I think you made a good point. Is some people might be the opposite, that are more themselves when they have all those um, extra stimulations around them, but they're less themselves when they're by themselves. Yeah. It's hmm. harder. Yeah. They feel more awkward by themselves. I mean, it's definitely that case. I know some people that are like that. They, they 
benefit, not benefit, but they f- they feel more comfortable when they're around other people because it's distracting from maybe those internal questions or thinking about who you actually are when you're by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I think personally, I'm not that way. I'm the other way, and I feel like maybe you are that way too because we, you know, are pretty introspective and. Mm-hmm. Um, I do a lot more thinking when I'm by myself than when I'm around other people, I think. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah. And I think I do come from that place where, like, I do have that level of comfort when I'm alone. And I do know how weird I can be. But it, it did take certain experiences, as we've discussed, that brought that out of me in front of other people. Because it's always been judgment. It's always and but that's also stemmed from me being a very judgmental person of other people growing up. Like I was always trying to be the cool guy, which was not really who I wanted to be. I just and and that's like You can't try to be the cool guy. (laughs) (laughs) You either are or you aren't. (laughs) I was trying, so I definitely wasn't. (laughs) Like I was not the cool guy. I was trying. It never worked. I was always trying to figure out why it's not working. <laughs> Damn. So, but I, again, and those are, again, those are much, there's much deeper things going on there, right? Like me judging other people was probably the one thing that I thought would help me survive through whatever it was I was going through. And, you know, my mind goes quickly to like growing up in high school and it's like high school is one of the hardest times for people. And it's like, that was me not knowing who I was because I was always trying to be someone else because I had this idea that that person that I was trying to be was the version that would help you get through it all successfully. And I did get through it, but I think it just created more obstacles for me that when I later found like the EDM scene and, and hung out with you guys and found myself around people that were encouraging and, you know, um, encourage me to be myself I had to learn that for the first time you know I had to really yeah. and I had to let go of a lot of bad habits that I had developed over the course of my you know adolescence into young adulthood um, so yeah so I love talking about wow. this stuff because it's crazy though yeah. and and you've definitely expressed that to us I think one big thing that I can remember just from hearing what you're saying there is um, maybe like flow art shows doubles where you feel like or no when we would say uh don't break character like do it you said you'd kind of like back out certain points oh yeah and like laugh or because you're you didn't want to keep going mm-hmm. we'd all be like no just like you're good we yeah. don't care yeah like keep going we're all being weird like and i still it doesn't mean who we are like that is like it's fun right it makes you not worry more about yourself because we can come to each other after we feel that way out in the world a lot of times and we can come back to each other and feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. It's like a safe spot to like be yourself and get all that like stuck up energy throughout going through the day because you have to be so freaking fake to everybody. <laughs> and you can come back and be like, <laughs> and take your meat suit off and just be weird and like do stupid shit that doesn't make money or do anything in life. But yeah. it it helps build mm-hmm. like happiness for yourself or something. I did it did for us. Yeah. I love that you brought that up because I asked you about Moonrise and you gave this elaborate story about, you know, being shy and like trying to get out of it. And it's like it's so um, 
it just makes me so happy to know that like in one way without me knowing like i think i was just really going with the flow in that moment and just inviting you and just being happy you know that you wanted to come and just trying to be a good host for everybody because i had you know i was hosting it here pre-party and stuff but like i was kind of helping you out of your shell and that wasn't my intention i wasn't thinking in my head i'm helping this kid i was just inviting you but by you sharing your story and then by like you sharing that story it's like the ways that you guys have helped me is just insane and for me that's such a like there that's like a reciprocal relationship that's kind of happening naturally and like i said organically and it's um again those have been the most fulfilling to know that those people got your back (laughs) (laughs) yo this shirt (laughs) foreshadowed everything right that's pretty crazy that's weird (laughs) i don't even know when i got that shirt like where'd that come from Someone implanted it in the in my closet. That's that, weird, though. That is because like now I'm just, you know, I always like memories come up every now and then of just random things and sometimes all that stuff. But now sitting here talking again about this, it's just thinking about all that flashes before my eyes, all the times we've all spent together and where we're all at now, and it's crazy. Just mm-hmm. feel. I feel like we're all older in a sense of just not in older sense. I guess I I say older because I feel like we're all like different paths now and stuff. So I just relate that to being older. Like, oh, you get older and you all separate and Mm -hmm. shit like that. But I mean, maybe that, (laughs) maybe that is the truth, but, um, things change. And it's insane because they do. And mm-hmm. you don't really notice them until you have, like, something like this. And you think back, like, wow. Yeah. Like, look at where we all were and where we all now. Like, those memories and what the slow changes of your mindset of everything from these people affecting you. Mm-hmm. And, like, what they ac- you you really know what taught you things. After a certain period of time, when you look back, mm-hmm. you don't think about it in the moment. But when you actually think back of all the times, you're like, I really can see what I learned from all those things. And it's insane. You can feel it. And just coming back after certain periods, like even this time right here, just coming back and talking to you after a while. It's intense. It's really intense. And there's still so much like more time mm-hmm. to go by. And I'm excited for everybody and it's weird man it's, weird. <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> i got your back brother <laughs> it's I weird like i don't know it's weird back around 